GateWorld.net presents an exclusive interview with David Blue. It is great to finally meet you, myself, David. How have you done? Good. I've been good. We're knee-deep in season two, so I'm a little bit out of it. I've actually, I've been looking forward to this interview for months since I knew you were going to be here. Because Eli resonates with me quite a bit just because... He's uh, incredibly sexy. Sure. <laughs> I'm leaving that. But, uh, you as a person and as an actor, having you be a bit of a sci-fi nut yourself, you know, we grew up watching Next Gen together. Mm-hmm. You know, Doctor <laughs> Literally, the two of us on a couch well, yeah. watching <laughs> Next Gen, sharing popcorn. <laughs> Um, is this uh, one of your first conventions, or how many have you done so far? I mean, you basically hopped into the circuit right away. Well, you know, it was a weird situation because a lot of us talked about it right away because we knew the world existed. Um, and not, it's not anything against any of the people. We were all saying originally we weren't going to do them mm-hmm. because we didn't want it to be about that. We didn't want it to look like we were chasing after like either money or... or a, in my opinion, a good actor is not somebody who cares about the money or the fame or whatever. They do it because they love the work. And those are the people who have longevity. So I never in a million years thought I would. But then when the, uh, my first convention uh, appearance came up, uh, I was in London, it was an opportunity to spread the love of the show a little bit. We had just premiered out there. It was a chance to kind of talk to people about the show and kind of um, get some feedback at the same time. And I liked that. Uh, this is actually my third now. And I will selfishly say as much as I loved it, the second one was just an excuse to go to Australia. (laughs) (laughs) So are you getting kind of acclimated, though, to the environment and uh, having hundreds and hundreds of people, you know? I've, you know, I went to Star Trek The Next Generation conventions, you know? I've gone before uh, as a fan, so it wasn't like a huge deal to me. on the other side of the spectrum? It is. Like going to Comic-Con, which we did back in July, that was... The big thing, I think. It was the first time that I was ever on the other side of the table, really. And uh, that was something to get used to, the fact that people were asking us questions. Because I don't know if you know this, I waited in line for the True Blood panel last year. We kind of hid in line, me and Brian, and just kind of snuck in and watched it, you know? (laughs) So I'm still a fan. Uh, So I kind of feel like when people want an autograph or a picture, it's like, why? Yes, I'll do a hug. I would love a hug, (laughs) you know? Let's chat a little bit about season one. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it has not all aired yet. There's like six or seven mm-hmm. here at the back end of uh, season one. We still have to see. But even in that short period of time, we've already seen Eli grow a little bit. Um, how do you feel about uh, over the course of the entire year, and even the stuff we haven't seen, about his growth over the course of that year? Uh, honestly, it's one of my favorite parts. Uh, it'd be very easy. No, they want to do it realistically, which I do like. You know, uh, As much as I love Michael Shanks as a person, he's a super ninja now. You know, <laughs> It's like it... it he quickly went from the nerd to like the essential part. Mm-hmm. And I know that one of the things they really wanted to hang on to was Eli's innocence, because that really relates to how he would be in that situation and to the audience. In my opinion, though, I almost feel like just in what we've seen, he's already lost some of that innocence. Absolutely. And that's what I like about it. I like that they're pushing the envelope even in that, where they're not afraid to, to take those risks. Because I've even brought that up to them a few times. I like the idea that... He's realigning who he trusts. He's changing his opinions. I mean, divided specifically, you know, really screwed Eli's perception up. It used to be a good and bad and a simple line, and now for him, it's it's so literally a case. In there yeah. Recognizing that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then even you know, amongst his friends, is you know, you know, just divided. Um, for the first time, the one person that he thought in a million years would not affect how he feels. Are you caught up? Did you watch Divided? Yeah. Okay. I don't want to ruin it for you. Uh, 
the one person who he never thought in a million years is the one person that he's just like, I don't know if I can trust you anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge thing. I think it's making Eli grow up and start to realize maybe he needs to stop slacking and he needs to start kind of taking responsibility for his own life. Mm -hmm. I love that about it. There's been this young versus rush dynamic since mm -hmm. the beginning. And um, Eli seems like for the most part he's tried to play both sides of the fence. Mm -hmm. and He'll answer to Young, but at the same time, you know, Rush still kind of has Eli in his back pocket because well, of the technical side. I think it's more that he respects Rush because he, he kind of, other than his personality, he kind of maybe almost a little bit could imagine himself becoming him. Mm -hmm. But it's also a warning story. It's, it's kind of a way Eli doesn't want to become that guy. Mm -hmm. um, so I think for more than anything, Rush is somebody to look up to, but Young is somebody to respect. Mm -hmm. What are some of the challenges for you as an actor in adapting your method and style to like a genre series? You're a long way right now from Ugly Bad. <laughs> Although I've, I have met a few fans who like both series, Speaking it's kind of cool. Were you saddened by the cancellation? Very much so. Except uh, you know I'm still friends with a lot of the cast, and I'm Becky Newton alone already has another show. Like I know they're all gonna be on going to bigger Did and better things. Uh, a few times this past year, they called me for, for episodes. They would pitch things, and I was totally up for it. I even talked to a, a Stargate people in MGM, and they were really excited, said, go ahead, do some more episodes. And then I, I don't know if the writers just changed their mind or something, something's never really worked out, so it just never happened. Uh, I was a little bummed. I would have loved to come back and wrap up that storyline because I loved playing Cliff, and they're a great group of people. Um, but uh, as far as the acting, no. It, we're lucky, and I think it's part of the reason we all get along, literally get along as friends and family in this cast, is we all come from a theater world and a really well-trained world. So, uh, you know, everyone's crazy prepared. Everyone shows up ready to play, uh, change their ideas on the day, and really get some fun, interesting things you wouldn't expect. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I find myself coming home a lot of the time going, oh my god, you'll never guess what Bobby did. It was really cool, you know? We've had a little bit of an advanced warning in that uh, this year's cliffhanger is not going to be a fun one for us as viewers. You mean by Brian? <laughs> Brian McSpoilson? Actually, I have not talked to Brian yet. No, oh, but uh, that's where I think it started. Do you care to uh, clear that up or, or maybe give us a, a tidbit? Not a spoiler necessarily, but um, something to... Uh... I, having seen episodes 11 through 20 mm -hmm. on DVD, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say that... that it, I love it, I really do. But watching the second part, the second part of the two-part season finale, I found myself getting angry that I had to wait to see how it got resolved, which is ridiculous because we were shooting it at the time, so I knew how it got resolved. But watching it, it's—I even went up to Andy Nikita and I, I congratulated him because I just thought it was so beautifully done. Um, it is not terrifying. It is shocking. It is crazy, it, it brings you right along to the point, it's one of my favorite things about Lost is when you watch and then you realize you have five minutes before the commercial that ends the episode and you get really pissed off, you're like, oh no, they're going to leave it right here and then I feel like they do it in a really good way um, it's going to leave people very excited to come back for season two and I, I think that's great um, I'm curious to see how everyone thinks though what aspects of Eli's life and personality would you like to see explored? Uh, we're, we're on a good way to doing all that. Um, I'd love to, I don't want it to happen too fast because I agree with Brad and Rob that he shouldn't grow into things too quickly. I'd love to see him find a way to contribute um, more, uh, you know, not just be the documentarian, not just be uh, 
you know, the guy who's like, ooh, what's a Stargate? And start contributing what he knows, because he is very good at math. He has had training in astrophysics and physics and all these other things, so I'd love to see him start putting it to use. But the truth is, it's, I know it's coming down the line. Um, I've seen all the relationships I've been curious about, curious about develop, all the stuff in his past, you know, when they can, they touch on it. It's, it's the long haul for a character like this. You kind of have to be patient. Um, you're here today with Brian and Elise, and I know you've got long 18, 19 hour days on set some mm -hmm. days, and then you're out doing the con circuit. The amount of time that you're spending together, uh, is that strengthening the bonds and the dynamic that we end up seeing on screen? I think so. Uh, one of the best compliments I got from, from Joe Malazzi uh, right after we were done shooting the pilot, he's like, uh, we didn't expect uh, Scott and Eli to be friends. Yeah, it's immediate. There's a chemistry there right off the bat. That I thought that was great. I think it's because we got along as people right away. And plus, there was choices we made. But that first scene, shooting, uh, walking down the hallway, talking about, do you have aspirin? Mm -hmm. They were like, you guys have a chemistry. And it evolved into Scott and Eli become friends on the show. Um, and I, I like it because when you are shooting long days, 16 to 20 hours a day, five days a week, you have to get along. And then on top of that, if you actually enjoy these people, I literally consider them my friends and family now. There's a reason why we shoot 16 hours and then we go out for a beer and then we play some rock band. It's because we actually like hanging out with each other, you know. Um, and, and, and you're a troop too. It's like you're going into this battle together and you're all... Yeah. It does make it a little rough yeah. when some characters have problems with other characters because then, like... You'll find yourself breaking up and laughing during a scene and getting in trouble. Happened recently, actually. We were doing something, um, I won't say where. We were doing a scene where a bunch of us didn't really have any lines, but we were there and we were just cracking jokes and everyone's getting really mad at us because we were just having a grand old time. And we actually went outside for a break and we're just talking about life and love. And we said, it's one of those moments where you look up and it's a beautiful Vancouver day and you're like, guys, we're getting paid right now. We're getting paid to hang out with our friends. This is ridiculous. Don't tell them because then they'll stop paying us. <laughs> I don't think it's uh, unfair to say that there are some viewers that are still on the fence. What? No. <laughs> um, for whatever the reason. Um, what would you say to them to make them maybe open up again to the uh, tone, the style, structure, the pace of SGU? Um, uh, some fans of. The older shows have already made the decision not to watch. Some of them are, you know, still. It's a rough thing for me to answer, and I know, I know everyone. No, no, no. I'm used to it. Trust me. Uh, everyone from MGM and Sci-Fi would love me to say, just keep watching, keep watching, keep watching. Uh, the thing that I tell everyone who's seen it and who hasn't seen it is, SGU is its own show. We're not trying to make a sequel to anything. We can't. I'm not McKay. I'm not O'Neill. There will not be another SG-1 unless it's a movie. They're not coming back because RDA, I don't think, needs to do another six years of television. I don't think he'd want to. So if you watch our show and you like our tone of our show, then more power to you. If It's not going to change. I think the biggest misconception out there is people think, ah, here we go. Now they're changing. Because of what we said, they're changing it to what we want it to be. Well, stuff that just in the past three episodes and the change you know, after the mid-season. But what people forget is we were already shooting it. Yeah. It was mostly shots before the pilot came out. Like, we, this, this is their goal, and this is why I respect them, because they had this plan. And, you know, if people want to think it was because of what they said, then that's fine. But I've said from the beginning, Stargate fans and sci-fi fans in general are some of the smartest freaking fans in the world. And I'm not just saying that because I'm one of them. Not smartest people, fans. <laughs> uh, and I knew that they'd at least watch an episode. And I said from the beginning, if you watch four or five episodes and you don't like the show, 
thank you for giving us a try. I really do appreciate it. I hope you find another show that really makes you happy. Um, but if you don't watch it, if you're angry, you know, because the timing of a press release was bad or because you think we're trying to fill anyone's shoes, which we're really not, at least give it a try. You know, I, I know for a fact that when I was in London for my first con, I wanted to go because we weren't sure how we were going to play over there. And I said, guys, watch time. Watch the episode time and you tried it. I, will, I bet some of them money. I'm like, I bet you money that you will like it if you watch time. And I've gotten so many emails from them saying, okay, yeah, you know, I kind of like it. And Space and Divided and Fate, same thing. It's, you know, I, I'm really happy with the response. And I, I love the people who understand that we weren't trying to get rid of any fans. I think that's the biggest misconception. People tried to say, you know, SGU is shunning us. They want to have the 8 million people who watch Lost. Screw that. We want everyone who watched Stargate, and then we want to get more people so that way it'll become such a popular show, we can continue it forever. You know? And I think the people who are enjoying the show now realize it's its own show. We'll, we have episodes like Time, which are crazy and sci-fi, and then we have episodes like Life, which show you the character part. Then we have like Space, where you get to see aliens. You know, it's, it's exciting for me, and maybe I'm selfish because I like watching the show. I devour the DVDs and the scripts when I get them. All good things in time. Yeah, you know, and that's another thing too. You know, uh, beginning of SG One is completely different from the end of SG One. Not just because of the cast, but uh, just the tone. You started having a more serialized format the later on you went, and Atlantis was completely different than that. Uh, having watched all of the show, I can tell you that for a fact. And it's the nature of television, and television changes itself too. Sitcoms have gone the way of the dodo. Now it's single camera. Well, that's because that's what people want. Any message for fans in general, fans of you and just uh, fans of the show? Thank you. I, I am completely humbled that anybody wants to come to conventions. I'm humbled that anybody wants to email. Feel free to email my site, my Twitter. Uh, I apologize. Okay, thank you, and I apologize because I work so much that I usually can't get back to people, but I try, and I promise you I read every email and every Twitter. I just don't always get to reply. Um, but more than anything, I appreciate everyone who's given us a try, whether they love it or not. And uh, anyone who's re respectful, which I think 99.9% .9 of the fans are, anyone who's respectful, I'm right there with you. you know? I'm at the convention complaining because why did Worf and Troy sleep together? <laughs> Imzadi, come on. I'm humbled by the passion of Stargate fans, and I just hope that we keep making them happy. And I'll say, what are we, four or five episodes into season two right now? Um, it just keeps getting better and better, in my opinion. But uh, we'll talk to you in mid-season two, and then we'll see. <laughs>